another episode of Storytime with Jeff? That was stupid. I don't know why I said that. I think it's because pretty much every episode, I feel like I need to start it in some unique or creative or original way instead of just saying, hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Jeff Becomes Jeff podcast, which is basically what my gut instinct tells me I should be doing to start the podcast. So maybe I'll just be a little more formatted in the future and do that unless I have some brilliant idea, a way to start the show that isn't using that approach. Now, before we get to the topic of this episode, which is the stairs are trying to kill me. That is correct. We will get into that. Don't worry. But I'm going to give a significant update. I know I've discussed this in the past about possibly changing the schedule of the podcast or maybe only doing it once weekly or modifying how the episodes are done and still keeping two a week. And this isn't really a decision that I'm making because I don't have the time to make two episodes per week. But if you've listened to my last episode or two where I'm talking about wanting to buckle down and spend time focusing on completing projects that I have been working on for years or less than a year, like a movie script, a TV show, for which I've already written four episodes, a full-length musical album, for which I've already recorded the entire fucking album, my digital artwork. There's a variety of things that I want to focus on. I do have live gigs coming up that are going to start coming in a little more frequently and filling things up, so I need to start learning new songs. All that to say, that while I have the time to do two podcast episodes a week, it's going to be very difficult for me to dedicate any real time to these other projects because that free time that I have is going to be primarily consumed by the podcast. So, moving forward, my schedule will be to release one new episode per week on Monday, early, early Monday morning. It will be waiting there for you at your early morning Monday commute or whenever you choose to listen to it. So, the episode that I planned on doing regarding my weird dreams that I mentioned was coming up on the last episode. That will be next Monday's episode. Now, while this may be a bit of a disappointment to some people who had gotten used to having two shows a week, let me point out that there are some upsides to this. First and foremost, I will be able to put more time into actually choosing a topic and prepping for the show in a way that I feel is most conducive to a productive and comedic episode. I have noticed lately that a lot of my Monday shows, maybe, or about every other show, doesn't necessarily specify to one day of the release, but about every other show lately has been kind of me more spitballing and talking about something, and it hasn't been super topic-based, or I just came up with a topic a day before or the day before that. I have a slew of topics I want to discuss, however, I have very rough outlines, and I just haven't managed to find the time to do the appropriate show prep that I want to do in order to say, hit record. Let's make this mama jama. And I want to make those episodes. So I would rather put out one quality episode every week. And don't worry, on these weekly episodes, while it may be very topic driven, I will still incorporate at the beginning or the end of the episode updates on just shit in my life. Just like when my furnace was going wonky and I gave you guys constant furnace updates. I will keep you apprised of what's going on in my life. It won't just be only topics, but I'll blend that into one episode. Now, another bright side to just doing one a week while blending both a topic and just general updates is that there is a good likelihood that each episode now is going to be longer. 
I wouldn't be surprised if the average time of each episode moving forward is closer to around 45 minutes. Some may be as little as 30, some may be an hour long. So in the end, you'll essentially be getting about the same time length of content that you're getting right now from my two shorter episodes every week. However, it's a lot easier for me to record and produce and release one episode that's self-contained than it is two separate entities. It's hard to explain. I don't want to get into all the minutia about the production process, but let me assure you that I would much rather edit and produce an episode that ends up being one hour long finished than two separate 20 minute episodes. So all that to say, after this episode, starting next Monday, we will be on a once a week schedule, but we will have much stronger, more focused episodes with stronger topics. And I've also found that the listenership overall of my longer episodes is actually much higher than some of the shorter ones. So perhaps people that are just looking for something to listen to and never heard of me before, if they see a shorter episode, maybe they're less inclined to listen to it. Maybe they're looking for something that's closer to an hour long. I don't know. I've done a lot of research with the stats. I really don't feel like this is going to affect my overall weekly stats. Maybe it will. And then I can make adjustments. And, you know, even though I only have a once a week Monday scheduled episode does not mean that if I've got something else I want to crank out because it's on my mind or relevant and needs a little more special treatment than just an add-on to the weekly Monday episode, nothing says I can't release a Thursday or a Friday episode on any given week. I'm not saying that you should count on that, but I'm also saying that I would not be surprised if that is the case from time to time. And as I start to catch up on finishing my movie script, finishing my album, getting some of this stuff checked off, perhaps I will find my time freeing up again to where I can return to a twice a week schedule. I'm simply trying to do what I think makes the most sense and affords me the best sense of balance based on all of the things that I want to accomplish right now. For anyone who's been a listener from the get-go, you'll know that this never started with any kind of schedule. I would release one and then maybe a couple weeks later I'd put one out, then maybe a week later, then maybe three weeks after that. Then I took a big hiatus in late 2020 and came back in I want to say spring of 2021, and then it was like rapid fire. Some weeks I'd put out one, some weeks I'd put out three. And that's when I decided, hey, I'm just going to get myself on a schedule. I'll be more disciplined that way. And since I was doing one or maybe two or maybe three, I thought, well, two, two a week, that's manageable because, hey, I did three a week last week and then two weeks before that. However, I've been holding the two a week schedule for quite some time, and it is a lot of work and takes a lot of my free time. I don't mind doing that, but I now have other things that I want to fill some of that free time with. So please understand, I apologize, and I look forward to presenting you with what I hope is going to be even higher quality content and episodes moving forward. Why are the stairs trying to kill you, Jeff? Jeez, all right. I was trying to explain something that didn't have to do with the topic, but fine. If you must know, I will tell you. So, many of you may remember a discussion I had in early October on the podcast about when I was hanging the spider webbing in my home and I took a tumble. I had been using a 
high top kitchen chair, a very sturdy chair to stand on to reach certain points where I was stretching the webbing out. And this was in the foyer in my house, right in front of the staircase leading to the upstairs. And one thing led to another. I moved and shifted my center of gravity over the chair a little too much. The chair bobbled and Jeffy took a tumble. And I kind of turned my body as I fell and landed on my back on the stairs. I was sore and bruised in multiple points along my body because, well, with stairs, there's multiple points of impact on the edge of each step. I'm also pretty sure I may have knocked myself out and concussed myself at that time. I also stuck a thumbtack, which was in my hand to use for the webbing, into my thumb, and when I realized I was laying on the stairs, also realized I had a thumbtack sticking out of my cuticle. If you would like to hear that story in detail and a bit more dramatically done, you can go back and listen to the episode Fall is Here and Falling, the latter portion of the title relating to Jeffy's tumble. I have also discussed in a previous episode, I don't remember, I want to say this was the Halloween special for 2021 that I did with Mr. Stevie Cade, but there was a discussion about this house that I lived in that my daughter, who at the time was like, one and a half years old, a baby gate that I took down briefly to let a dog out through the back door. And then I had to pee really bad. So I ran to pee. And in that period of time that I was peeing and had not resecured the baby gate, Zoe just clearly decided I'm going to go walk into the kitchen toward the basement and just try and navigate these basement steps, which didn't work out well. Before I could finish pissing, I heard screaming from the basement. She was perfectly fine. Not even so much as a bruise, which is very weird, but I I've heard that children, when they're falling, they go limp or they do things because they just, they're not trying to protect themselves. They don't understand the fall as much as an adult would. So like as an adult, we might tense up or do something to try and break our fall that could end up hurting us more than if we'd just gone limp. All that to say that Zoe was perfectly fine. However, over the course of the next two to three months, I don't remember the exact time period, but it was not a very long time period. I came home from work on two separate occasions to find a pet of mine dead at the bottom of those steps. One was a Sharpay, a purebred Sharpay dog that I had, and the dog was like three or four years old. Now, she did have a congenital knee issue, which was almost like arthritic from an early age. So she did walk with a bit of pain, but she did manage those steps constantly if she needed to. However, that day while I was at work, she did not. Shortly after that, I came home to find a cat, a young cat, and by young cat, I mean no more than five years old, dead in the same spot at the bottom of those stairs. I don't understand how that's possible for a cat. I understand with a dog with a genetic knee condition a little, but a young cat just couldn't navigate the staircase? And it was a basement staircase, so there was nothing around the bottom of the staircase. It's not like she had climbed up somewhere else and fallen and landed at the base of the stairs. That was just simply not possible, unless she was somehow inverted and walking around on the beams of the ceiling. So while that is not stairs 
perhaps trying to kill me. It is another instance of how stairs have been extremely traumatic to me. Another story I believe I have told. I'm not going to go back and get clips from when I aired these. If you want to go back and listen and find them, you can. I'm going to just try and give you the Campbell's Condensed Soup version. But getting ready for work and dressed in business socks on a hardwood floor staircase, I slipped. I landed on my tailbone, bounced down the staircase on my tailbone, breaking my tailbone in the process. I pushed my feet out to try and brace and stop myself. And this was an older home and had pretty prominent floorboards along the edge of the staircase that my toes, my pinky toes, would snag on on the way down and trying to stop myself. I broke both of my pinky toes in that process. So that very much is stairs trying to fucking kill me. I'll be honest with you, I'm not a big fan of escalators. Despite the fact that I'm a musician and I feel like I have excellent timing, there's something about an escalator that just, uh, I'm so unsure. Is this when I should step on? And I always step off way too early with a big long stroke because I'm afraid if I wait too long, it's just going to suck my feet in through the teeth at the top or the bottom, depending on whichever way I'm going. I don't like escalators. They're cool in, you know, the way that they work. They're cool to look at and watch how they operate. I do not like stepping foot on them. I remember this was when I started doing DoorDash earlier in 2021, and I was trying different areas that aren't close to my home because I thought they would be more lucrative. Turned out wasn't really the case and wasn't worth my gas to drive to those areas. However, I was in a mall. I didn't realize that the food place that I had taken an order from was in the mall. Another problem with being in an area that you don't know is that you're not familiar with what is on what corner. So I did not realize that this basic fast food restaurant was also located in the mall and it had taken me to the mall location and it was on the second floor in the food court. The up escalator was out of order. There was an elevator but due to COVID there was a four person limit restriction and there was a whole group of different two to four people groups standing outside the elevator waiting for their turn. There was however a escalator that was functioning going down but I need to go up. There were stairs, but the stairs were not anywhere close by, so I would have to speed walk like a tenth of a mile to wherever the staircase was, and that would put me even further away from the food court. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to run up the down escalator. This is not... Not a good idea. And I will tell you, if you're someone like me that does not like trying to deal with the timing of escalators when they're going in the right direction, you don't want to deal with the timing of an escalator going in the opposite direction. Not to mention the fact that you're essentially like running and going almost nowhere. And then when you get to the top, it's you really have to make a long stretch or a leap. I'm not even really sure what Indiana Jones move I made to exit the down escalator as I'm running up it, but that's a very difficult thing to time, just like timing how you get on the damn thing. You almost have to jump two to three stairs up, because before you even start walking, that thing's gonna be at the bottom again. And eat your fucking shoes and feet. I know, escalators aren't gonna chew you up, but when I'm near or on an escalator, I assure you, those are vicious feet-eating sons of bitches. (laughs)
But I managed to make it up that escalator. And on the bright side, I could use it going down. But now I am just sweaty as hell. I had just done this crazy workout running up an escalator that I had to go twice as fast as the escalator just to go normal speed. And then make this heroic leap off the end of the escalator because at no point could I actually get to where the top was since it was constantly making me lower. You son of a bitch. So I don't know that that is necessarily stairs trying to kill me. But when my most recent incident happened a couple nights ago, I started thinking about what the fuck is up with me and stairs. So of course I try and start thinking about just any major memory that I have about stairs. And these were the ones that came to mind. You know, I just remembered another stairs. It didn't really affect me personally, but it's another story that is significant in my memory that has to do with stairs. And that was when I was in, oh, eighth grade, I believe. And my algebra teacher, Mrs. Schmidt, an older lady who wore these shoes with buckles on them, like she'd just gotten off the fucking Mayflower. She did not care for me much because she was super old and old school. And I was super annoyed annoying and class clown. And she would call me Mr. Schaefer. It was never Jeff. Uh, Mr. Schaefer, you're being inattentive and off task. She loved to say inattentive and off task. Clearly, if I still remember that to this day. However, I did get a detention in her class. I'm sure one of many for misbehaving. And I either forgot or just chose not to show up to detention. Or maybe I had another extracurricular activity after school and I just prioritized one over the other. Regardless, I did not go to my detention. And Mrs. Schmidt decided to call my mother while she sat in an empty classroom long after I was supposed to have reported for detention. And it was, I remember exactly where her classroom was, and it was this very broad, very shallow, it was not a difficult staircase at all, that went right down, kind of curved to the left, and there was the office. She didn't have far to go at all. But old Mrs. Schmidt figured out a way to fall going down the stairs to call my mom, and, you know, bruised the hell out of her face and her arm. I remember for the next week or two in class, we would watch the bruises go from purple to yellow. And green, it was really cool. Maybe this should be science class or art class. All these pretty colors don't feel like algebra to me. Uh, Mr. Schaefer, you'll be an inattentive and off task. So again, while that is not stairs trying to kill me, that was stairs trying to kill Mrs. Schmidt on my behalf. It still has to do with a story of me, stairs, and potential or confirmed death. That's fucked up. It's possible that the stairs are trying to get back at me because as a child, I would remember I would kind of get head first on the steps at the top of the steps. My mom would be in the front room of the house, maybe reading a book or a magazine, trying to relax. And I would quietly get at the top of the stairs and then lay on my belly and then kind of gecko walk my way down the first half of the stairs where a wall was blocking the staircase. Once I got halfway downstairs, there was a railing exposed that you could see from the couch that my mom would be sitting on. So at the halfway point, what I would have to do would be launch myself forward and make a bunch of noise, slapping my hands against the stairs as I went down. And at the very bottom, I would use my feet to push off the bottom few stairs and propel myself into the wall across from the bottom of the stairs right next to the front door of the house. All of this in an attempt to try and panic and worry my mother. It was just a practical joke, Mom. No big deal. 
but who knows? Maybe stairs are like, oh, you want to play games? You want to act like you're fucking getting hurt on stairs? Well, fuck you. All right, boys. Time to turn it up a notch. So I'm sure plenty of you are like, enough of the fucking storytelling, Jeff. What the fuck happened? What is the point? What was the most recent incident? I will tell you, don't worry. Yes, it may seem like an asshole move to make you wait until the end to tell you this tale. However, it is a very smart broadcasting move. So while you may think I'm an asshole, you cannot deny that I'm a professional. Yeah, professional asshole. So this happened two nights ago. It was trash night, or I guess we should call it trash eve, because trash day is the next day. Trash night would typically be the night after the trash has been picked up. This is getting way too deep into vernacular. Anyway, I needed to take my fucking trash down to the curb. It was dark. It was probably around 10.30 at night. And when I'm in my garage, the garage light automatically comes on for the garage door opener. But I only use one side of the opener to put a bulb in. I can put a bulb in both sides, but then it's just too bright for what I need. I have a light switch that powers a different bulb up in the ceiling. So I wouldn't say that the garage was well lit. I had gone into my van in order to grab a couple empty cans that I knew were in there from when I had been out driving earlier and I grabbed those, closed the van door, walk over to where the recycling bin is next to the trash can on the back wall of my garage and threw those cans toward the recycling bin. One of those cans bounced off the edge of the recycling can and off to the side in between the recycling bin and these two steps that I have in my garage going up to the door that takes you into the house. These two steps are like almost like exterior lumber, just wood steps, nothing fancy. I had pulled the door going to the inside almost closed, but not to the point of a latch. Just enough that Gooby Magoo, the kitty, would not escape. And I don't know if like a leaf was laying on the... There are leaves, dry leaves laying in my garage that blow in occasionally. Not a ton of them. I sweep the garage out every couple weeks. But it's been a week or two since I swept the garage out. So usually where the leaves are located is closer to the back wall, closer to the recycling, closer to those stairs, because as the winds blow more and more over time, it pushes those leaves up further into the garage. I'm not positive that I stepped on a dry leaf. Maybe it was just a slippery, dusty garage floor versus a socked foot. But as I started to lean forward to grab that can, I immediately lost purchase with one of my feet. I started to fall forward, my you know face down. My left hand hit the door which could have stopped me from falling had I pulled it all the way closed. Instead, I pushed the door open with so much force that it swung inward and stuck and wedged up against the basement door, which is kind of inside this nook in my house. You can't actually swing that door going into the house from the garage all the way open. It will hit that basement door. And it did. And it wedged hard. So now I am just falling. All of this is, of course, happening in the matter of a single second. And I did exactly what I did when I fell at Halloween time. I somehow, in the blink of an eye, managed to twist my entire body around the other way so that I landed on my back. Luckily, I did not hit my head on anything this time. There were only two steps. So I hit my elbow on one of the steps or the landing going into the house and I hit my right ass cheek 
really hard into the edge of one of the steps. So much so that currently today, two days later, and now that I'm looking at the clock, probably just over 48 hours later, I have a huge purple stripe along my ass. It has been swollen. It has been painful to sit. There is nothing worse than when relaxing is painful. It wakes me up when I roll over in the night, and I have to do it very gingerly. Luckily, it's high enough up on my butt cheek that it doesn't really cause me any pain or discomfort when I make poopsies. So that's good. Silver lining. But this purple stripe on my buttock is probably almost two inches tall and goes from right where the curvature of my butt cheek starts on the hip side all the way in to the crack. It actually, the purple curls up a little bit into the crack like a little swirl. If it swirled down, it would look like it was escaping into or coming out of my butthole. But unfortunately, the upward swirl takes away that cool effect. This was just taking the trash out. And the weird thing is, is that the last two significant falls that I have had, what what do I mean last two? I don't fall that often. I'm not an old fucking man. But when I fell at the very beginning of October and now just over three months later, I mean, literally might be like three months and two days later, I have fallen again. And both times I did not fall on the stairs. Well, rather, I wasn't on the stairs when I fell. It wasn't the stairs that caused me to fall. I fell somewhere else and landed on fucking stairs. What are the odds of that? To have two massive falls in just over three months, both times landing on stairs, but you weren't on stairs to begin with. That is why I am convinced that stairs are trying to kill me. So now, in addition to my crippling fear of heights, my terrifying fear of deer on the roadway, I can now add stairs, not Walking on stairs, I clearly I'm fine when I'm on stairs. Shit, I can run up an escalator that's going down. It makes me sweaty, but I can do it. But apparently just stairs nearby, that's when I am at my most vulnerable. So if you see me in public and we approach a staircase, please don't be alarmed if I look utterly terrified and paranoid. It is simply the stairs trying to kill me. Thank you again, everyone, for continuing to tune in to the Jeff Becomes Jeff podcast. As I mentioned, we are now moving into a weekly, one episode a week release schedule every Monday, early Monday morning, 2 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to be exact. I am excited about some of the topics that I do have on deck coming up, and I am looking forward to giving them the proper amount of time that they need for show prep and giving you guys some really funny episodes coming up. Again, look forward to them being a little longer, so carve some time out or break it in half. Listen to half on Monday and half on Thursday if you need to get your fix. As always, please go follow me on Twitter, TikTok, or Facebook at Jeff Becomes Jeff. Until next time, I'm Jeff. That stairs are trying to kill me. And I'm Jeff. Uh, Mr. Schaefer, you're being inattentive and off task. Good night. to the devil and I prayed and I showed him the mess that I made and I cried and I cried and I cried a million times over but the 
devil just laughed in my face I went to the God of fire I said can you turn the heat a little higher Cause I've been burned and I've been burned a million times over But he just covered me with water So I went to the Lord of the sea Covered him with water from the lake. 